This is episode 50. Guys, when we started 50 episodes ago, did you think this would be such shit after 50 episodes? <laughs> Just utter garbage. Well, um, with me, I'm Ben. With me, uh, he's Zoe Quinn of uh, Warhammer. Yep, that's me. Um, it's Tom. It's your name. <laughs> and uh, the, uh, the Conqueror of Virginia. Yep, that's right. I'm here as well. I'm Collins. I'm back. And we're here. Round. We're here to talk about uh, Tom's gash. What? What? Uh, no, we're we're, we're going to talk about this episode. We're going to talk about the upcoming end times supplements for uh, Warhammer. Uh, we're going to speculate a bit about uh, what's going on here with Nagash and uh, all this other bullshit. We're and, not uh, just going to have a fiftieth episode party. You promised me a party. Uh, it would be 50 that we were going to do that, and then I was like, what do we really have to celebrate? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, no, I mean, I don't. I didn't want to have an episode about how we've just done a bunch of episodes. So I waited until we had some content. That's fair enough. Instead. All right. So we're going to do that, but first, Tom is going to thank all of our sponsors. Are we still doing Brawler Bash sponsors at this point? Ah, sure. Yeah, why not? All right. Um, so, obviously, we have our main sponsor, who are Atomic Empire. You can go to AtomicEmpire.com for up to 20% off, off rather, all of your wargaming needs, including things like Warhammer, War Machine, miniatures, stuffs, Collins. Yeah, dude, their War Machine stuff is yeah. 25% off. Really? It's sure. actually better than the War Store or a lot like any of the other... Online stuff that I found. Good stuff. I was going to ask, Collins, what is some new and exciting stuff that you can get at Atomic Empire? You know, you ask me this every time, but yeah. you know, I you never come up with anything new. Like, yeah. uh, Given this, we ask you every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah you think I'd expect it. Uh, and also, did. here's the other thing. You work in taking the orders in. Yeah, right? yeah. And you bring in the new shit. Yeah, yeah it's true. You see everyone we, we sold another leg lamp the other day, okay. and I was very excited. Because we sold another Batman leg lamp. Oh, okay. They yeah. are pretty awesome. So if you want a Batman leg lamp, we have them in stock again. Hey, I have a question. Um, I, when I was back in the warehouse the other day, I saw that there are... <laughs> what? They let you back? All the time. Oh, all the back in that warehouse all the time. He's our special guest. Um, oh, wow. Oh, I have, I'm going to have some more. Everyone, is, everyone looks fairly surly. Yeah. In the back. Right. <laughs> um... Especially when they see you. Yeah, because I'm walking around right there. Yeah. Who is this guy doing right here? Like, that's where the Brawler Rest stuff is. So, like, mm-hmm. I have to sure. go back there. Sure. The Brawler Rest stuff quite a bit. And then I just go back there to harass Collins. That's yeah, well, that, no, that, that's a fair enough. That's the thing. <laughs> so, um, what I see? Oh, yeah. Uh, Paci- giant Pacific Rim, like, action figures. Like, yes. really... Like, this big. Yeah, like, and like three feet big. tall or something. Really? Yeah, like, oh. like two, three feet tall. What the fuck? Yeah, we, we have the knife head action figures. And I feel like Pacific. I saw some that had just come in. Like, uh, you guys had just ordered them. I yeah. feel like this boat may have already yeah. sailed. I don't know. It, well, we, we have a bunch of uh, two or three foot tall um, Pacific Rim knife heads just uh-huh. kind of uh, taking up space in the warehouse. Showed up. Uh, yeah, just showed up. I mean, we don't really know what goes uh, on there. Okay. Uh, uh, and then we also have some gigantic uh, Godzilla type action figures. That Same size? About the same size, maybe even a little bit bigger. So, are, like, people buying that? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we had a lot go to orders already. Um, I see, because I would think, like, 
that maybe when that movie came out, people would be like, yeah, I need a three foot tall. Just I need this monster. Right now. Yeah, I need it. But Express. Like, Let's do it. But like two years after, two years, a year. Who knows at this point? At some point, Pacific Rim came out. It's been no. a while. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. It wasn't that exciting. I like Pacific Rim. I, I, I liked Pacific Rim. Yeah. I didn't love it. Okay. Uh, I don't think, I. are there maybe just a group that were like, Fuck yeah, like, two years later, oh my god, this exists, we need to get some fucking knife heads. Yep. Yeah, that, yeah. Pacific Rim, apparently, it's the next groupie movie, so go for it. The next what? What? <laughs> groupie movie? What's that? It's got a group that, I don't know. <laughs> no, don't stop! what? <laughs> <laughs> groupie movie? Yeah. He's going red, folks. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Slightly, slightly pink. Yeah, um, um, do you mean goofy movie? Uh, like, like no, it's got it's got like a really dedicated fan club. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, groupies. Sort of okay, so you guys never heard that before? Am no, I right? I've never. I've heard, heard of groupies before, but they're just something completely different. different. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, like like a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Kind there you of go. Okay. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Only with only with okay giant I mean, robots. Yeah. Maybe these people guys. are buying them to take along to these viewings. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, like Rocky Horror, Nine people dread. You're my only friend. <laughs> let's, <laughs> watch, let's watch Pacific Rim. <laughs> they buy two seats, one for them, one for their knife head. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That would be pretty good. Um, nah, we figured it out, guys. Uh, we figured it out. Can you list the uh, Rather Ash Fathers? I can, yeah. Okay. Um, I can say that they are as follows Micro Art Studios, The Army Painter, Hollow Tree Miniatures. Um, Secret Weapon Miniatures, Mechanical Warhorse, Parson Terrain, MGM Painting, and I think that's probably about it. Hey, we know we need to ask Shannon. Yeah, what's What that? does MGM Painting stand for? Uh, one has got to be Melissa, right? I'm guessing Melissa is one of the M's. Yeah. <laughs> She's the painter. Yeah. But, uh, G and the M. Gaming? Gaming. Miniature. Melissa's Gaming Miniatures. Yeah. Figured it out. Gold Mail? <laughs> Gamel, this guy, man. This guy, man. Do you have a special character model that you really want to stand out from the crowd? Well, MGM painting might be what you need. We're happy to have these folks on board as a first year Brawler Bash sponsor this year. MGM painting is a studio based in North Carolina that is producing some fantastic work. They offer a variety of options to allow you to make an army that looks great on the battlefield. You should really check out the website as there's a bunch of great looking models that you can see on there and check out their work. You can go to mgmpainting.com for more information. We're happy to have Mechanical Warhorse back as one of our sponsors for Brawler Bash 7. These guys produce a variety of templates and terrain for your wargaming needs. I know that Ben and I are particularly a fan of the great objective and deployment markers that Mechanical Warhorse make. Now if you're a 40k fan too, these guys have you covered. They've got a selection of markers and terrain that you can use to make your games look better, including their awesome wreck and smoke markers. For more information, go to mechanicalwarhorse.com. 
Z- oh, what's that? Oh, I've got to turn that off. Yeah, John's turn- getting getting oh, yeah, this whole get- thing's going to shit. Sexting from Marcus, no less. Oh dear, it's always sexting from Marcus. <laughs> yeah, I've got to tell him to stop. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, so making the grade. I honestly have no idea what we're doing now. Yeah, well, Collins, tell us what we're doing. Uh, we are we are indeed making the grade. Okay, painting, painting, painting. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, hey. Colin, did you paint anything? I haven't painted anything in a, in a while. No. Are you sad? Are you getting ready to paint some War Machine? Uh, towards? Well, yes. <laughs> However, um, the, there's, I don't know, there, I, haven't, I haven't needed to paint anything. I've, I've got everything painted for in, the, the army the, that I'm running. I'm in the same conundrum for Warhammer. I have one model that I need to paint, but like, I'm in no hurry. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm in, I have like three months to paint it, so I'm like, eh. Yeah, that's right. good. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the mode I've been in, uh, so... So nothing. Nothing. Nothing to do. Nothing. Yeah. Um, I put together some trolls. I actually picked up a plastic hydra as well. Uh, from Z-Jobs? From the G-Jobs. From the, from the G-Jobs. Nice. Yeah. It's a I, nice kit. It's a nice kit. I, I figured I was playing Chad, and he did. Uh, I swapped out, um, you know, I was talking about my Ragnarok last week. Um, I swapped it out for uh, Spitty Hydra. Uh-huh. And Spitty Hydra did ten times better than the Arachnorock. Yeah, he's good yeah it was amazing. So, yeah, I decided I that in his honour I'd buy a plastic kit. We've been chatting a lot about uh, monster choices. I think I, I think the Hydra is not a bad choice at all. I think it's a very solid choice. I think it's a very solid choice in my list. Because you're getting, you're getting... Oh, yeah, I think if you're running Ogres, uh, yeah. getting more monsters is, is not a bad I think problem. more shooting as well for these dudes. Yeah. It always helps, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you can just put wounds on stuff. Really, quite easily. So. I hear that's that's what the game is all about. Maybe that's how I've been playing it. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I've been putting wounds on people. <laughs> putting wounds on people. Yeah, shit. You get caught. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Ben, have you done any painting? Cause... Yeah, man. Uh, I, as you guys can see in front of you, I painted the uh, what is it? Projector to Menoth side of the War Machine starter box. So that's. Three, eight, mm-hmm. nine models, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's Krios, who is the Warcaster, uh, a unit of five exemplar incinerators. Right. And then three Warjacks, who I might be able to name. Uh, one of them is a Crusader. Okay. The other one is a, let's call it a Repenter. Okay. Uh, and the other guy is the guy with the chain on his arm. Is he known as a motherfucker? He's either a Vanquisher or something else starts with the V. <laughs> is yeah. he? Okay. Fair enough. What would that be? Like a vagina? Yeah. <laughs> ER at the end. Oh, you know, they, have, they all have ER at the yeah, end. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah he's a vagina shirt. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Why not? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to um, Photoshop the card. <laughs> you should look that up. Yeah, um, just on the internet. And this is what, like, I'm, in a, I'm in a weird spot where I don't really want to play a different army. Like, I'm definitely going to play uh, what else is it, Grail Quest. Right. And I'm just, like, outside of maybe futzing around with the monsters a little bit, I have the army done, except for I need to paint the Waystalker, but it's not going to, like, that's not a big project. I can just do that whenever. And I yeah. have a stand-in model right now for it, so okay. I'm not in any kind of hurry. And I don't, like, I have Dark Elves I could be working on, and I just... Don't really have a strong desire to do so. Okay. Like, I'd, like if I finish painting my dark elves right now, I still want to play the wood elves right now. Okay. Uh, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, so, um, 
it's, it's at this weird spot where I'm just like, okay, well, what do I want to do? And I was like, I just want to paint fucking weird robots for a while. I think it'd be really fun. Sure. And um, I think at least on the protectorate side of the starter box, they are so uh, detailed. Yeah. And I think absolutely, the especially the um, exemplar models, these guys. Yeah. I think they're absolutely gorgeous. If you look at the detail on the back, like... You've got rivets and all sorts of yeah, things. Yeah, no, there's probably, I, I didn't want to kill myself during rivet painting time. <laughs> uh, there's roughly 75 rivets on every model, yeah. would be my guess. Uh, for me, here's the deal with those guys. The, um, the Protectorate, um, if I was going to collect anything, and I'm not, but if I was, they're, 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 they're good looking. They're one of the few things that I think in there that I could sort of, with a bit of pushing, Maybe consider. Well, we're going to talk about a little War Machine after we talk about all the Warhammer stuff. Yeah. Uh, later, in, in our kind of uh, amorphous news and rumors based uh, main topic. But, yeah, I mean, I have some... I have. I think I have some good... I have some plans. Oh, God. Okay. I have some plans. We're going to do this. So, start getting fucking excited <laughs> now, buddy. Get a fucking start I'll now. tell you what. I'll tell you what. Here's, here's the deal with it. If we can get... If we can get, like... A good six people playing it, uh-huh. then I might be tempted. I'm up to, if three. It, I'm up to three. If if it's just going to be us counting you, mm. we'll see. If we can get a good, <laughs> if we can get Sandler, Lane, and maybe Chad playing a little bit of it, I, I, I don't think Chad's. I think Chad would. would well, be, okay, uh, Sandler, but, Lane, maybe. But if we can get like more than just you three, uh, well, you three, Shane, apparently. James down. Okay. Do you want to just talk about the War Machine shit right now? Fuck it. Why not? No, no, I mean, fuck. It doesn't really make sense at the end of the Nagash. No. Yeah. All right. So Tom wrote on there. I I I was actually going to leave the War Machine stuff off this. Yeah. Uh, But you wrote on there. He said, "Ben, try and sell us on War Machine." Okay. So this is what I've been thinking about because you know this is my third foray in probably seven years into War Machine awards. Stuttered out both times, and there's some things that in in going in I realized. And uh, about the game, and some reasons I'd like to take this up as our side game. Right, okay. okay. Let me turn my chair so I can see your face when you're telling you me. You definitely want to see my uh, face. You definitely want to see my face. Okay. okay, number one is incredibly low model count and cost if you play this game correctly. Okay, so for example, you've got your one, you've got two jacks there, well, three jacks there, and two big jacks and a, and a light jack. Yeah, a heavy, two heavies and a light. How big points is that? This, this is, um, I'm trying to remember, it is uh, 21. Okay. So a typical game size is 35. Okay. So I actually went and broke down for every army that I at least had an interest in playing. Sure. I broke down the cost and model count for each one. And I don't have that with me in front of me, but the two, like you could play Circle. Okay. Or Legion. Okay. Uh, for Hordes. Uh, for less than, uh, I think Circle broke down at seventy dollars mm. uh, and twelve models. Okay, uh, and the Legion was like eighty or ninety dollars and seventeen models. And those not are bad. thirty-five point armies. Well, oh, that's not bad. And this kind of ties into what I've learned after coming into this like for a third time. Is the first couple times that I went in, I played um, I played Kador, right, and then I played um. Cricks. Okay. And I was like, I kind of approached it like I approached Warhammer, which is you pick everything up. 
Except for, like, the worst shit. Like, right, okay, sure. oh, okay, the slaughter brood, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And that's how I always approach this, is I'm like, okay, we're going to pick everything up, and then we're just going to paint, like, a massive army, mm-hmm. and then we're going to mix and match and go and see what happens. Right. I think that the better way to approach War Machine is to say, okay, I want to play a this type... Ty- I want to play Army X, and I want to play right. this type of Army X. This is what I want to get out of it. Okay. And I make a list, and then... I, I do that army. Okay. Okay, we had a small break there. I have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> no, exactly. But um, it's pretty. So if you look at it, like for instance, uh, the Protectorate army is huge. There's tons right. of models for it. However, there's a type of Protectorate model. Right. And there's four or five different kinds of these, but they're called exemplars, which are the heavily armored knights. Right. Uh, mostly led by this guy, Krios. Right. Uh, but you can. In fact, you can definitely switch other Warcasters in for him, but he's kind of the theme guy for them. Right, okay. Um, and I looked at it, and I was like, I want to play Protectorate, but I don't want to play, like, the weedy little guys throwing bombs or the flame guys or whatever. Right. I want to play the basic, like, Crusader Knight. Okay. Creations of that. So I can make a 35-point list based on that. Okay. And then, as I want to, I can expand out from there. Sure. Uh, but I can definitely make, like, a solid army just on that one, okay. and then start adding small variations, rather than needing to go get, like, you know, $500 worth of Yeah, I think, uh, for me, buying a bunch of stuff more than you need is is a pathway to disaster. Oh, I, I, think, just that's, I well, think for a lot, just, of, a lot of war gamers do yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do that. Connors, do you do that? Not particularly. No, Connors does way smarter. Yeah, exactly. Connors is, is he's a war gaming guru. Okay. Second argument for machine. There are okay. six arguments for... Many of these are multi-part. <laughs> okay. Six arguments. Balance. Uh, okay. A lot of the hype you hear for this game is how balanced it is, mm-hmm. and it's not bullshit. Like, this game, they actively work towards making a balanced game versus just throwing out the buy new models approach that GW uses. Okay. Um, in fact, I would argue that uh, for our hyper-competitive player set in Warhammer... Uh, this is the game you should maybe be looking into, or at least trying out. Okay. Because if you want to play actually competitive uh, tabletop wargaming, this is a much more balanced rule set. Right. Okay. It's, it's designed for tournament play, which is what we always ask GW to do. And right. I'd say, ha ha, in your face. And here's the gash for a thousand points. Have you seen the gash rules? I read them the yeah. other day, and I was like, well, this is silly pants. Yep. Um... Let's see. Oh, speedy games. Um, now, no, you argue yeah. about this, but here's what I was looking up the other day, and here's why I back this up. So, Tom, you say what you want to say. Basically, my thing about this is that everybody says speedy games. I don't think there's a war game out there that you can do a speedy game with. I really struggle to think that there's anything that you can get done war games-wise under two hours. Okay, so here's why I think this is a legitimately a speedy game. Okay. It's designed to play... As you know, as Malfo is too, but I think Malfo takes longer. Yeah. Um, but at their tournaments, they often use chess clocks, and the games, are like for instance, a fifty-point game of uh, War Machine, which is probably equivalent of like a three K game, right? Of uh, fantasy, you get an hour and forty minutes total. Okay. Each person, or I think total for the both of you. Total. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, any game that involves chess clocks, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I actually really like chess clocks because I'm a fast player. Uh huh. And chess clocks benefit me immensely. <laughs> but yeah, so anytime I can I can have that additional stress on my opponent, right? I like a good chess clock. Uh, let's see. Um, 
versatility in the army we touched on a little bit. Yeah, sure. Uh, for instance, you can take this army I have in front of me. If you change the Warcaster on it, okay. it completely changes the way that every unit in the army plays. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like changing your lore in fantasy, only a much greater effect overall. Just on the dynamics of, you know, how the entire list plays out. Yeah. Not, like, not only do they have, like, basically uh, passive buffs passive going yeah. out to the army, but, like, because the spell list changes completely, yeah. and it's really drastic the way it works. Okay. Collins, feel free to back me up here. It's true. It's true. And they have this special thing called uh, feats. Yes. Uh, that they can uh, essentially declare at a certain point in the game uh, mm-hmm. that has a big impact on the game, and you know the the timing on you know when you when you pop your feet is uh, is a big big part of you know how the game plays out. Okay. Okay. Constant new units slash story. Okay. So there's you know story whatever. If you're really into that, that's nice. That's very exciting. Yeah. But pretty much every month, uh, every well, every month. Usually, I think it's two or three times a month there's, they release something. Yeah. And, uh, for instance, like, if I'm interested in Legion, this month you get, like, a new Warcaster who's just coming out, like, a new set of rules. And it's a constant stream for all their armies are constantly streamingly supported mm-hmm. versus, uh, well, hey, Bretonians, well, it's been, it's been uh, 10, 11 years. Will they or won't they? Who knows? Well, they release books with all six or seven armies in, right? They Each, yes. each army gets a, an update in the yeah, books. So there's hordes and there's war machines, which yeah. are the two, the two sides of the game. So, mm-hmm. like, for instance, I think in October, uh, hordes gets a new book. Yeah. But the models that are coming in that book are being released right now. Right now, Because yeah. each, each model comes with its own... It comes with the rules with it. Yeah, sure. Like, for instance, for Legion... I think next week's Abs- Absalonia, the epic warlock, comes out right. for the Legion of Everblight, and her little rule card is in her pack. That's pretty neat. That you can use. So it's constant. It's not like, oh my gosh, well, like if I invest in this army, will it be supported? Yeah, sure. Uh, which is a big problem that uh, we have with GW. And number six, this is, I think, a big difference that we all bitch about GW about, uh... Privateer Press has excellent customer support and communication. They have dedicated forums right. where they answer questions, and they have clear rules and an FAQ. That makes a difference. a huge deal in a war game. Yeah, like, I mean, all this work players. that we go into as fans... I mean, we do a ton of work as TOs mm-hmm. on this because yeah. GW doesn't support their own shit. Yep. So Privateer Press takes care of that. Uh, I think with the low investment cost, it's definitely worth trying out. I know that how much I, are the how much are the starter kits? Uh, the starter kits are forty. Okay. If you can get so a starter kit uh, for War Machine is the basically these three jacks and this guy, right? And it's forty. If you can get somebody to split at Atomic Empire the two player starter box with you, yeah, then you get uh, the three jacks, the Warcaster, and you get a unit. As okay. well of, I think it's medium infantry for everybody. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so you get, and it's uh, it's like seventy five. So if okay. you, you actually spend a little less per person, and you get an extra unit on top of that. Right. It's pretty cool. Uh, which is which is a super sweet deal. Um, and you die. 
You're doing a good job, babe. You're it's, doing a good job I, selling yeah, it. Yeah, this is, uh, I, I legit think this is going to, now, we've run into the problem before, uh, the community around here is, I mean, they don't come to Wargaming Night at Atomic Empire, they have mm-hmm. their own special uh, flower night uh, that they go to, mm. uh, So, and we're not going to go two nights a week to Atomic Empire. Hell's not. Well, maybe Collins, I don't know. Colin try try five nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> he just can't stay away, folks. Yeah. Five nights a week. Yeah, I was there last night. I was like uh, picking some stuff up, and I was like, "Hey, call." Yeah, it turns it's out like, Friday Night Magic Bros. Yeah, and then I walked away and shook my head. <laughs> Did you win uh, Friday Night Magic? Last I night? lost in finals. You I'm lost so in the finals. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever won Friday Night Magic? I have. You've yeah. been like the champion. Yep, yeah, number one. Fuck. What time? What, what time does it start? And what time does it end? Yeah, and what? And then what happens? Okay, we have a lot. Of questions. Yeah, we have a lot of questions about this. Well, so um, describe your whole night, basically. I don't collect magic. Okay, uh, I, I just do oh, the. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay, I just do the drafts that they have there. What's up, little um, guy? Do you want to yeah. like uh, help you? It won't help you. It doesn't have anything about magic. On it. <laughs> this, what is this going to tell me about magic? Okay. No. no. Um, so I, I do drafts. So they give you like three booster packs, and you open them, and then you you take one card and you pass it on, and it's like an eight man pod. Okay. Um, okay. Do you take your shadiest card to pass it on? Is that that's typically the goal? Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, just the worst card you can find. Okay. Make a deck out of it. Okay. Uh, and then you so you get all the cards and you build a deck. Okay. Um, how many cards uh, do you, do you get in deck? How many how many cards in the, in the deck? Uh, Forty cards. In okay. Deck. Okay. So, um, and then you, uh, since there are eight people in the pod, you yeah. do three rounds uh, playing people in your pod. Right. And then you each round you play somebody with the same record. Okay. Um, and then after the third round, uh, you you are paired against somebody outside of your pod with the same record. Right. So there's going to be one person that's uh, has three wins after the first pod. Right. Uh, okay. Usually, um, usually, for each pod, there's going to be one person with three wins and no losses, right? Okay. So basically, you. So I won my pod essentially, okay. and then uh, and then you play somebody else who's three and zero. Okay, uh, is that the in the fourth round? And that's the finals. Okay. Oh, and that's where you lost. And yeah, I lost. I lost there, um, but I was still able to make my money back and then some. So by selling your cards, yeah, yeah. At the end of the round, yeah. essentially, you get store credit for doing well. Yeah, uh, and then um, yeah. So I went how much does it cost to play? Fifteen. Oh, man, that's a yeah, lot. It is a lot. Also, that sounds terrible. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you had fun. That's great. Yeah, no, I enjoyed uh, it. That's good. Um, how many models did you get at the end of it? Yeah. Uh, no models. So, I, I, I don't know what I got. At all. I, got like, I got, like, $25, so there you go. Oh, See, I always yeah. run out, like, that's why I like going to tournaments, because it's like, I play Warhammer all day, and at the end of it, someone gives me models. Yeah. <laughs> Fair it's enough. like, yeah. hey, congratulations on playing Warhammer today. Here's, 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 um, here's a box of models. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, all right. Well, we were talking about painting before, but yeah, uh, Tom's all in on War Machine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you hooked me in. So you would do protectorate, you think? Like these? I like... Don't I like, steal my paint scheme, bro. Yeah, I'm going to paint them gray and red. <laughs> I mean, this is basically... Word, it's a word bearer's paint scheme yeah, for 40K. I like the, the, I like the look of these dudes. I don't know. What, tell me... Okay, so um, well, basically what I want to do, mm-hmm. I want to have a an army that's quick and shooty. What, I, what do I want, then? Quick and shooty. Uh, Cricks, Retribution, Circle... Uh, Signar is shooting. Signar shooty. I don't know. Quick. I, you can probably make it quick. Okay. Um, Retribution. I quite like Retribution is the uh, elves. Tell yeah. me. Tell yeah, me they're, more. they're new. I I never played when they were. I, we out. never played against them. Yeah. But I, don't know when I, played. I have a starter box here because I have a 
I look. I actually got the starter box for them because I own a ton of retribution models for my Wood Elf Isle Army. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was like, well, I can just slap those fuckers back on their circle bases. Fair like enough. square base on top of circle base. Yeah. And we can play. So I'll show you the starter box. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, so Collins, tell me about uh, tell me about some of the other armies that you like or have experienced in War Machine. Um, I when I played back in the day, uh, I played uh, Circle Orbros, mm-hmm. uh, and I played the really super super fast, uh, heavy hitting, big surprise for all of, all of the Warhammer people out there. Yeah, super yeah. fast, heavy hitting uh, werewolves essentially. Yeah, um, with this caster that uh, made it really easy to get the, uh, the alpha charge off, and then could like teleport everybody away. And then Alpha Charge again, and it was a bunch of fun. Uh, but, um, yeah, I didn't fuss around with uh, infantry too much. No message. Straight in. No muss, no fuss. Just kill people. Yeah, that's, right. I think that's, that's the strength of the Horde. I think Hordes versus War Machine is you can um, run a lot more big model heavy. Mm-hmm. Basically run beast heavy. Yeah, right. which is uh, appealing versus, to me. Uh, yeah, versus running a lot of infantry. Like, if you play War Machine, you're going to end up running a lot more... Infantry. In yeah. general, a lot more troopers. Right, okay. Uh, in, in general Wargaming, I'm not small, a fan. Yeah, the smallest, um, the smallest army camp model count that I could find was that was really viable was the Circle mm-hmm. uh, 12 models. Yeah. Yeah, you usually just have, like, three big werewolves and your caster. And a, ca- a caster and, um... And the caster came with, like, a, a pet dog or whatever. Yeah. So you'd recommend picking up, like, the uh, starter box for those dudes, and then, you know... Well, I think it's one of those things you definitely, like, look at it, see yeah. what you want to do, and, I mean, whatever you're going to put together and paint is probably what you want to play. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay, uh, here's, actually, I guess that would be my final question is, so if I like the look of something... Are there, are there things that you should that. really avoid? Like, are there no, and that's, complete dubs? I mean, there are... I think there are units that, when you read about, it's like, oh, this isn't as good. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, even... Like, I was reading about uh, Kador the other day. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you usually don't see these guys, but if you're running this Warcaster, they're actually awesome. Oh, okay. So I think, like, basically... And if you like the look of something... Go, go ahead, ahead and do it. Do it. Yeah, because okay. you can usually get there's out. nothing. There are no slaughter brutes in War Machine. There that's are no even forsaken. You know, that's, that's a quote. All right, let's save this and uh, we'll go on to our next. Yeah, one. we basically have to go on to the rest of making the grid. Yeah. We're pleased to have MicroArt Studios back as one of our Brawler Bash 7 sponsors this year. If you're looking for a special basing scheme to go along with a special army that you're putting together, you really should check these guys out. They are a massive selection of resin bases, from possessed bases from your Chaos Demons, through ancient bases for your High Elves, to forest bases for your Beastmen. That's not all they do, though. If you like Discworld, these guys make a bunch of great looking Discworld minis too. 
For more information, go to microartstudio.com. One of our returning sponsors this year is the ever-awesome Secret Weapon Miniatures. These guys make a variety of wargaming accessories and paints, including the famous Secret Weapon weathering powders and washes. Do you miss the days of Devlan Mud? I know that these guys have an equivalent, which is awesome. But paints and washes aren't all they do. Secret Weapon make a variety of fantastic resin bases, as well as terrain pieces and things like objective markers to make your games come alive. For more information, go to secretweaponminiatures.com. What are we talking about? We were doing some making gaming. 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 Go back to War yeah. Warhammers. Warhammers. People are like, God damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're hitting the past four. It's not what I came here for. Uh, Collins, uh, let's go with you first. You did some exciting stuff. You went and wrecked some people's hobbies. So let's talk about that first. Yeah, sure. it's uh, traditional. Oh, yeah. Uh, every month I got to go up and wreck somebody's hobby. Okay, so what was this hobby wrecking that you did? What well, did so, you do? so the story begins. With, yeah, uh, <laughs> I'd like like a pre like start before the tournament. Yeah, yeah exactly. The story begins. Um, okay. I I get a text from Owen. Okay. I think this is like Thursday night, <laughs> and Owen's Owen says, "Hey, we're having a local tournament uh, in uh, in Virginia in the Jersey's comic shop yeah, or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Isn't it like like Matt Irby like puts that together, right? He does. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, we're gonna praise Matt Irby on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'll get enough. Way to go, Irby. Yeah, uh, yeah he puts it's it together. A, it's a and, uh, yeah, I the the store runs it pretty, and it's it's kind of like our local tournaments here, where sure. it's yeah. just like you know the some dudes, uh, the 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 guy who's working the store, you know, just kind of puts up pairings and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, yeah. and so self polices for the most part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so um, yeah, so Owen texts me, and he's like. So we're having this tournament, and apparently we're going to have a bunch of uh, people here. Um, you As you would hope for a tournament. You should come up. And okay. he, he mentioned that um, Jacob Brandon was, or no, Deba was tempted to go down, but couldn't get Jacob Brandon to go with him unless either I or Jerry came to the tournament. Okay. Oh. Um, was there a promise the So throwdowns uh, happened. Um, did, did they hear that? Did Deba hear that you were going to take your top off? And he was just... Yeah, and he, was like, he was like... He was like... He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Crush weight. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, uh, I didn't actually make the decision to go down until, I think it was Friday night. Okay. Um, so, I, I wasn't able to post on the forum quickly enough to inform uh, Jake Squared that I was going to be there. So, they didn't show up. Oh, um, can can we just say yeah. that that is their new... Sort of like Brangelina. Brangelina is sort of like their, their yeah. new sort of couple. J squared, J squared. Yeah, that's their couple's nickname. I yeah, like okay. it. Love it. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, so Jake squared was not there, unfortunately. But um, uh, but Owen Owen was there, and Owen Owen the, the the tipping point was Owen was like, hey, there's a cash payout. So I was like, okay, you sold me. They don't do store credit. They do cash. <laughs> there was a cash payout. That's a dangerous game. It is a dangerous costs. game. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I didn't have a list. Uh, <laughs> so I went in there with a 3k army yeah and so I didn't all my <laughs> put them all on the table and uh, it was great no um, I didn't have a list and okay. I was like I, I'm not actually going to be participating in we West so I don't really have anything writing on this okay. um, but I'm gonna you know push some numbers around this is like Friday night at like 1am or something okay 
Uh, I'm gonna push. I'm gonna push some numbers around and see if I can come up with a solid Warriors of Chaos list that works in the system. Uh, and I figured it out, Turns and I was like, can. "Okay, shopping." Uh, and I made a list, and I felt really good about it. And the tipping point was the fact that I found out that you could bring a single unicorn as a piece of chaff. And I was like, yes, we're doing it. So, okay. Can I tell Tom about the unicorn? Tell me about your unicorns. I know all about unicorns. But um, so apparently unicorns. You, you can take um, a unicorn as a single model. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I was kind of thinking that it was going to be like a, you know, like a monster symmetry or whatever. Um, you know, you have to take at least three of these or something. Nope. Um, and you can take like a cavalry-based unicorn for 16 points okay. that is movement 10 immune to psychology uh, which makes for a fantastic piece of chaff uh, for 16 points because you okay. can fit in your regular big monster for like 330 or whatever okay. um, and uh, and then have this extra piece of chaff which sure. I think is really fantastic plus true story Collins loves unicorns and yeah. I'm the, the big fan of unicorns so uh, we, we went for that um, so essentially my list was um a Warriors of Chaos Death Star with uh, two characters on demonic steeds mm-hmm. and uh, two other characters in there. Essentially, it was a level three with of Zinch, Lord Zinch, okay. um, on a demonic steed uh, with a three board save. And we gotta go back save. to hold on. We gotta go back to Unicorn because you left something out. Did I? It's got a five up board save and MR two. It does have a five up board save and MR two and fireball. Yes, you can't just fireball it off the table, um, okay. which is nice. However, it only has one wound, yeah. and toughness three or four or something. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think it ever came up. Um, but it's just uh, an awesome piece of chaff. It's a fantastic piece of chaff for super cheap. So sure. if you're if you're looking for something to squeeze in those extra you've been points, accidentally running a second eagle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got called out for being the TO of the tournament and running an illegal practice party. <laughs> I've told you about that before, but you were convinced you could I do it. I blew you off. Yeah, yeah. you were nice. convinced. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, maybe I'll be looking at unicorn. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> man. Unicorns. Go I'll on. give you something to paint. Yeah. I'm going to paint a fucking unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the list, three at word save, level three of Zinch on a demonic steed, and then the BSB had a three at word save. Uh, and it turns out with Swedish Comp, you can get three reward saves and not get super... As long as you don't re-roll them. As long as you don't re-roll the three reward save, and as long as you don't have the stubborn hat on it. Yeah. 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 You, you subvert, like, 50 points if you don't do those two things, or something ridiculous. That's fair enough. Um, so, so two three reward save, toughness five, one-up armor save. I think the BSB had a two-up armor save, because he has to have the um, armor of destiny instead of the right. chaos armor. Um... But, uh, and then I also got a Lord on Foot, uh, Cast Lord with the Grow Weapon with a one up reroll or arm save. So you can just load up the front rank of this deep, um, Warriors block with, mm-hmm. with things that are essentially just impossible to kill. Right. Um, so super heavy hitting Death Star, uh, level three and a level two of Zinch, um, because the, the, the big difference between this kind of list and the list that I traditionally run is that. This is a very slow, you know, points denial heavy list, and you really need some stuff that can kill things at long range. Mm-hmm. And uh, Zinch magic is just chock full of, uh, you know, direct damage spells sure. and uh, magic missiles and stuff. So you can pick things off at range and get points if people aren't willing to come to you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so if you don't have Cacophonic Choir, Gateway works in a pinch. 
So yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. It's, it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not what it was, but it's, uh, it's not what it was. A but it'll it, it still feel. But what it was was yeah. really fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I was running the big Death Star, uh, a unit of four Skull Crushers, and uh, a unit of five Fen Beasts, um, mm-hmm. and then chaff out the Wazoo. People so, love them Fen Beasts. I'm telling you, they're good. They're very good. They're nah, very good. I'm not. I'm not. You know why they love them? Because they're good, bro. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I. You don't rate them. Don't rate them. Okay. Yeah. They don't match up against. They're ogre. no Iraq or rock. They're no Iraq or rock. Yeah. Uh, no, they don't match up very well against ogres. Yeah. True story. No, that's true. True yeah. story. I mean, yeah. If you, if you got flaming into them, yep. then they they, they go do. away. Yep. Um. So you got to watch out for that. But um. But yeah. So uh, I took that list of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, round one. How many people were there? I think it's like thirteen or so. That's good. Thirteen, yeah, or fourteen. 10, I think we haven't eaten over. I think it was twelve or thirteen. Okay. I don't know. Um, maybe it was <laughs> maybe Collins. Yeah, it was fourteen. It could have been fourteen. I like the even number twelve or thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't remember exactly how many people were there, but um, uh, it was it was a decent number for a small tournament. So yeah, uh, I was glad I went. Um, round one, I played against Irby, um, and he was bringing Tomb Kings. Uh, oh. That's, that's shocking. So shocking, shocking turn of events. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and we had a pretty close game actually. Yeah, um, I think I only won eleven uh, nine. Okay, um, but I got all of the objective points. Uh, now so I, this was was this using the new scoring system or the old? Because I adjusted the scoring. Use uh, we, we had we had two hundred point brackets. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Um, which I think was a, a good call there. Yes. Um, oh, I agree. That's why I did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so yeah, I, we, we didn't really kill too much of each other, but, um, I was able to get five objective points, uh, to push me over to 16 points. Uh, and then did they randomly draw the scenarios? Um, no. So I think the way they're doing it was that they, um, uh, this was like the second or third Grail Quest tournament that they've had. Uh-huh. Uh, and they, they're, they're making sure that they get all of them. So they, they picked three for the first tournament. Oh, nice. And then three for the second tournament. Or, right, or so however it is. Six, yeah, six, 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 yeah. yeah. Two, two for each round. Yeah. Um, just, uh, for those of you not with the Grail Quest, it, it uses, it draws two random scenario yep. cards yep. per game. Yep. So, yep. for so, instance, you can get, just name two. Um, there's something about, uh, you know, uh, killing your opponent's rares selection, um, and you get points there, and then something about killing your opponent's monsters, and you get points there for yeah. each monster you kill. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Um, uh, stuff that you know has a big impact on the game because you know you're you're more inclined to go after one thing or the other. Right. Um, but you know. Uh, so yeah. Um, let's see. Round one, Irby, uh, and then round two, uh, I played against Owen. Yeah. Round two, um, and he was running his demons, uh, which uh, and he had some some demony guys, Slanesh demons, as as I'm There's sure everybody expected. Yeah, his demon army. Collins has um, told us all about your list, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> we know what's coming. It's got demony guys. It's, it's got, got demony guys. guys in it, and uh, we're going to tailor our lists uh, just yeah. for your army. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to bring anti demons, <laughs> just, just anti generic demons, just yes. anti generic demons. Yeah. Tom is Tom's gunning for you. Battle the Brits. Yeah, uh, it's got to happen one of these days. Um, I gets deported. 
<laughs> okay, done. Let's let's do that. Oh, Battle of the Brits. Let's, let's losing let's make it happen. Yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll have to give the winner his green card. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's all to play for. Unfortunately, it would be on the bottom tables because there's no way that I can get up on the top tables against Owen and Logan. All right. Well, well, <laughs> so Tom, Tom, one. Well, Tom, one, maybe, well, Tom yeah. flagellates himself. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. Um, Definitely. So yeah, I was playing Owen and. Um, Owen, Owen made an interesting decision in our game to send his greater demon into my uh, my Death Star bus. Generic greater demon. Generic just greater a, demon just a, of Slanesh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Generic greater demon. Yeah. Yeah. How great was that demon, huh? It yeah. wasn't so great because oh, uh, turns it, out. it hit my bus yeah. and I challenged it out with a three award save. Uh-huh. And it didn't kill my three award save, dude. Uh, and, and, then then it, it and then it died. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think that, you know, we did the math out, and we talked about it after the game, um, and he had the uh, multiple wounds, two mm-hmm. on the greater demon, so I think that mm-hmm. he felt like he could he probably come one through two. one or two wounds, um, yeah. uh, you know, stick around for for a round of combat, because he, he was able to um, very craftily swift reform his BSB, um, or combat reform his BSB into range of his uh, greater demon because mm. his he charges BSB's unit into like a unit of chaff or something, uh, and then did that combat first uh, to reform long yeah. ways uh, to get his BSB within range of the greater demon. Gotcha. Because he knew that he was going to lose that combat, but he wanted to you know make sure that sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. yeah, I like that. That's uh... yeah, very very good play there. Mm. Um, and then. Uh, so, but he's his greater demon hit um, lost by like four or five mm-hmm. from just static combat res because I don't think he did any wounds. Um, and then I think that actually he um, he managed to roll low enough to go down to one wound on his greater demon, yeah. uh, and he decided not to re-roll that. Um, and then the next round of combat, the my my level three wizard that he was in combat with uh, punked him with the strength four hit. <laughs> so, yeah, it turns out with greater demons, you know, when you're only relying on your five up ward save, yeah, um, toughness six only goes so far when you roll some sixes. Also, because it was generic greater demon, yeah, that is yeah. a bit trickier. Yeah, so if it's a specific greater demon, <laughs> it might have been a bit trickier to kill, but yeah. no, generic yeah. only gets you so far. Yeah. Man. Um, Who knew? Demons, yeah. huh? So you got a big win. So I got a big win against Owen. Um, you know, after after I killed his greater demon, uh, and, and the fact that he he wasn't able to get points off me because I think his goal there was to you know hit the Death Star, kill enough of the characters in there before the greater demon died to you know be able to take on the Death Star with her. Sorry, right. um, but that just didn't happen. So uh, he he kind of went into desperation mode and recharged my spell crushers with his. Fiends, mm-hmm. uh, which didn't go so well for the Fiends. No. Uh, uh, no. So you played Owen, you, you beat Owen, uh, you had a conversation with Owen. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's always good Took him out Owen. to dinner. Uh, took, took him yeah. out to dinner. You uh, wined him, you uh, dined him, <laughs> and then you came back for round three. Yes, that, okay. that's what happened. Um, yeah, round three I was playing a one of their local players. Uh, okay. Who I unfortunately don't remember the name of. Was it uh, generic great demon? <laughs> it was, he was running uh, generic ogres. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, he essentially just had the traditional ogre list of uh, you know Gutstar. Yeah. Um, 
And he was able to he was able to make it a comp fifteen, which I was you know I, I guess he he wasn't running he wasn't running Stubborn Hat and he was yep. not running um, the Maw yep. or the Hellheart. Yep. Uh, so I, I guess if you take all those things out, you know you're you're up there to a comp fifteen. You take all the good shit. Huh? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm running comp fifteen. I guess you can um, actually make it decent, but mm-hmm. you are you are sort of um, you can't take the tricks. You yeah. can't take the tricks. Yeah. 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 He was he was running the Fire Dragon, uh, I believe. Oh, um, cheeky. Fire Dragon's not a bad call. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but, so, I think that we actually realized after our game that we, we messed up, and he was, a, we were both under the assumption that the Fire Dragon's attacks were flaming. Nope. Nope. Turns out they're not. Nope. Um, so, uh, there came a point in the game where we were... Did you we have a Dragon Helm or something? I did have the Dragon Helm. Uh, uh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. we were, we were kind of doing the Death Star mm-hmm. dance of, you know... Death Star. I feel like my Death Star... What's that Death Star, Star dance look like? Uh, Monster Mash, right? It's, yeah. yeah. It's a Graveyard Monster Smash. <laughs> yeah. It is a Graveyard Smash. Um, we were doing the Death Star dance, and we were both trying to get um, you know our flanking units in mm-hmm. each other's flank and a bunch of positioning. Um, and he was a really good player, and, and it was very clear that he knew what he was doing. Um, but uh, I was able to get a long charge off with my Skull Crushers into his Stonehorn. That'll do it. Um, and overrun into... Uh, or I was trying to overrun into his uh, cannon, right. but he was able to kill one of the um, skull crushers, which was enough to make sure that I could make the overrun. Yep. Um, but then later on, I was able to gateway his uh, cannon, which was kind of the only thing tying down that flank. Sure. Uh, skull crushers turned around. Um, Death Star dance was going on all all during out this, and uh, I knew that my Death Star was better than his, particularly if he could only engage me in the front. So um, I was trying to get one on one my Death Star against his Death Star mm-hmm. uh, in uh, some hot Death Star on Death Star action. Oh, so so good because I knew he didn't have the stubborn crown and I had more ranks than him. So uh, I was pretty sure I was just going to win and uh, you know run that down if I get on one on one. But he ended up getting um, his Death Star into mine and he clipped his Fire Dragon to the corner of my Death Star. Mm. Um, and uh, and I asked him, I was like, so you got a fire dragon, is it flaming attacks? And he was like, pretty sure, yes. So we were under the assumption that, you know, flaming attacks. So I was able to put my uh, um, to board save against flaming on the corner there mm-hmm. to essentially mitigate the dragon to only thunder stomps and uh, flame breath to the unit. Right. Um, and uh, I believe I... I lost by one or two there, but was still steadfast. Uh, and then um, after that round of combat with the uh, flaming breath, right. I was able to win uh, and essentially chased. I also got a flank charge in, you know, uh, to his uh, gut star unit with my skull crushers, um, uh, and uh, broke them and ran them down. That was essentially the game. So, how much did you win by? Uh, the overall tournament. No, or the, this game. This game, I I'm pretty sure it was a twenty zero. Um, okay, and uh, I got mostly rejected points. Okay, for that. Yeah. So how much did you win by tournament? Tournament wise, I ended up with uh, sixty two points. Okay, I believe uh, second place was fifty three. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, here's here's my take on the game World Quest games that I play so far. A lot of them have ended up in draws or minor wins or minor <laughs> losses. <laughs> so I found it quite hard to get a um, a big victory, and I'm wondering if the folks with 53, you know, stuff like that, yep. rather than getting some of these bigger wins, 
they're sort of grinding out, yeah. you know, the old uh, 11, 9, 12, 8s and stuff like that. Yeah. And then just getting some objective points on top of that. I think I think that that is actually going to be a lot more common. Yeah. Uh, I, I do not expect people to be able to 20-0 mm-hmm. uh, in this system. Um, they will, I mean. Uh, well, yeah, it'll happen. Uh, play, we'll have, I mean, yeah, yeah I we'll mean, it'll happen, play. but I, I don't expect it to be very common. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think that anyone is going to be able to just run this tournament, you know, and go... Uh, Oh, six hundred points. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Jacob Brandon's playing, so you, know, you never know. He's, 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 you never know what he's going to yeah. do. And I'm not playing, so I'm not going to be able to smash oh, him on the final true. table. There. That's true. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. All right. Nobody's nobody's there to hold him back. Um, it's true. Yeah. He's just going to come in. <laughs> you, are we allowing special characters in this? No. No. Okay. Well, yeah. forget what I said. He's he's <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. So I'm right. here. Throwing it down. Throwing it down. Throwing it down. Yeah. Yeah. Mild man here by day. Yeah. Wild shit talker by 10 podcast morning. I'll tell you why. I had a beer yesterday. That's why. Whoa. Wow. All right. So let me talk to you folks about what I did. So congratulations, Collins. Yeah. What did you win? What did you win? Yeah. Uh, once money's cash, which is uh, weird. Yeah. Cash prize. Did you spend it on Warhammer or did you spend it on hookers? Uh, I think that I just covered enough of my <laughs> gas money to, to go up and back and, and not have to really spend anything. Right, so, there you go. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. like that's, that's pretty good. I thought you were going to say, I just covered enough for a hooker. <laughs> for a hooker. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Blowy guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Blowy's worth it. That's going to be the um, title of this episode. Just, just, a, just a blowy. Just there a blowy. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, I'm, uh, nightmare, folks. I'm going to have to pause this, maybe, because I've got a Warhammer diary that I need to uh, get to. You should definitely pause it. No, I don't. There we go. No, no, no. There we go. All right. So I made a Warhammer diary, folks. Okay. Because... Uh, what? I, what? Yeah. No. Basically, I played four games recently, so I wanted to make sure that... That's, um, that's a ton of games. And you're... Hopefully coming to the September 6th. Yeah, thing, I am. Right? Definitely coming to the September 6th thing. So that'll be my first one-day tournament in over a year. Wow. Which is crazy. So, uh, yeah. So here we go. I'm going to take you through my game. So let me take you back to the beginning. Okay. Played Sandler. No, I played Lane before Sandler. I, I had another bit of my Warhammer Diary, which I lost. So Lane, first game, Grail Quest. Uh, he's playing his Lizardman. Okay. He, uh, I was taking, so my list at that point, and I've tweaked it a bit around uh, recently, but I was taking the build, uh, the Death Star of Iron Guts, uh, had some Ogre Chaff, had quite a bit of Chaff. I got my Man Eaters, which is uh, six Man Eaters, Brace of Pistols each time, and um, also got Flaming and Poison on those, because that's a really solid unit. And then, uh, what else we got? Um... Uh, after that, it's mainly chaff. Got an Arachnarok in there at this point. And so... Uh, Let yeah. me ask you a question. Yeah. When you put down your Arachnarok, you're like, Arachnarok and roll, motherfuckers! I did. You did? did? It? Yeah, I did. Did that help it? Uh, first game, it did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so with Lane, uh, basically what happened was, uh, first game, he did something to a unit which was right next to my Death Star, and the Death Star panicked off the table. And so we were like, "All right, second game." And yeah, I, I was I was sitting there yeah. talking with somebody 
I hey, looked up and like, oh, your playing. shit was dead. What the fuck are you playing? Clash of Clans. <laughs> stop playing fucking Clash of Clans. I don't like fucking made an engine. You, I don't think you are. You played Ice Road Trucker or Euro Trucker <laughs> for an entire fucking episode. And we, Collins was there. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck you. Gritching at me about this. Nah, nah, he's put it away now. So, yeah. All right. Um, I gotta harvest my dark... Dark Vapor or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> what? I don't even know. <laughs> Alright, so late game two, same thing about Slane. Um basically I think it was a small win to him. Uh my Arachnot was uh, MVP, held up a unit of uh what are the lizards on lizards? R- lizards cold ones. cold ones, that's what it was. Held up a unit of those for a uh, good whiles. Whilst it was buff buffed, um with more magic. I think I held it back a lot of stuff. I was not as aggressive as I should be with the list, so that, that sort of cost me there. Uh, next one, I played Sala. Sala was running his demons. Uh, he has got a generic corn greater demon. Um, oh, for God. He's got a bloodthirster, bro. He's got a bloodthirster. It's cool that he has a bloodthirster. I, he doesn't give a shit. I'm a big yeah. fan of the yeah, bloodthirster. Yeah. So, um, it's good in Swedish golf. Yeah. It is good in Swedish games. It's yeah. fast and it hits hard, and I love yes. it. Uh, he had about. Oh, you're becoming a one trick pony. <laughs> 30 to 40 blood letters, not hoarding. One beast, three beasts, skull cannon, four Ben beasts, uh, two units of furies, five ambushing flesh hounds, horrors, and a herald of Zinch yeah, in the horrors. I played this army too. I just don't want to have to repeat this army list when it's my turn. So. Okay, so yeah. Also played this army and Lane's army. Yeah, okay. Uh, it was a bloody game. Um, basically, my man-eaters um, ran through an entire flank of beasts um, and fen beasts and uh, horrors mm. just because they had the flaming banner. Uh, that'll do it, and they're also pretty scary. Um, so, I think I'll put down here. Might need more magic support, and Arachnorok got wiped out early. Although, a cheeky hunter. I did have a hunter in the list at this, my yeah. list at this point. And uh, he was vanguarding, and he vanguarded right into the skull cannon. Uh, ended up, um, uh, some of charged out a herald from his um, uh, blood letter group. Oh yeah, and I saw that. I was yeah, I was there. Smacked the shit out of it. Smacked the shit out of the fucking herald yeah. board. It was awesome. It was awesome. And lost to the. It ran away from the. It couldn't do another. Yeah, it got run down the, by the skull cannon. Right? Skull cannon. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so, uh, and I had a unit of nine ogres in my list. I think at this point, I'd sort of. Got my uh, two units of three and sort of made a unit of nine somehow. Um, and uh, didn't know what to do with it. So uh, then played Marcus. Uh, Marcus had... Uh, so I, I think I got the draw or maybe uh, a small win uh, thinking about a couple of things against Sandler. He was running 13, Compa was running 13.6. Um... Against Marcus, I changed my nine ogres to six, added a three pistol manny to sort of chaff unit. Uh, he had 40 savage orc biguns in a horde, 30 savages, not hoarding, pump wagon, rock pile, arachnorok, 20 goblins, one level three, one level one orc, uh, doom diver, two rock lovers, two units of five wolves, and a lone big boss and a wolf. Uh, this was another uh, bloody game. Uh, ended up being a small win to him. And I think what cost me in this game was that... So I saw that unit of... Uh, Savage Orc Big Guns uh, sitting across the table from me mm. and I should have just smacked the shit out of it with my own guts I should have just got up in there with my own guts and man-eaters and just taken it out I had the tools to do it I didn't 
And I just sat there and I, I started taking casualties from ma- his magic from Foot of Gork and from his rock lovers. And by the time I got to a point where I had to sort of charge the Savage Orcs or I would just sort of lose everything, uh, there wasn't sort of enough in that unit to do damage. I did do a shit ton of damage with the past- Pistol Man Eaters and my uh, Univogus, I guess. I wiped the um, second Savage Orc block there. And but I just sort of didn't have enough in the tank left to um, smack out his um, uh, bigger unit. So uh, I think he got the small win on that one. Uh, I played Chad, uh, who's running Bretonians. He had a Brett Lord with heroic killing blows, sorceress, three paladins, three knights of realm, blocks of ten, three knights errant, a block of ten, a chaos spawn, and a manticore. Uh, I changed my Hunter in this uh, game to a Tyrant. The uh, Ragnarok went to a Spitty Hydra. Uh, both seem like excellent choices. Yes. Uh, Spitty Hydra was the MVP. He killed uh, the Spawn, took out a bunch of Knights with a Spit Attack. Two wins on a General, because uh, Chad's uh, General charged out of his unit. Um, and uh, the six Man Eaters managed to hold up and take out a lot of Knights. Uh, the Tyrant, at the end of the game... So we were both at the point where his general was out of the unit, and my tyrant just said, fuck it, I'm going to go for it. Oh. He, he charged out of the unit, um, survived all of the attacks from the... Did uh, he have the HKB? He did. He survived, all, that. survived that, smacked him down, and uh, that was good fun. Um, it was a draw, and I actually went back and looked at it, and it might have been a, an 11-9 to me. Uh, with some Whoa. You're saying Chad cheated you. Uh, no, I forgot a couple of points. So no. I cheated. Chad. But it was secretly Chad. Um, and if you want to check that out online, if you, uh, if you go to uh, Once Bitten's YouTube yeah. channel, you can see uh, his perspective yeah. on uh, that. Where he calls me a cheater. Where he calls Tom a cheater. Um, and also, if you want to see the uh, matchup against Marcus, that's up online. Uh, Bull City Wargaming YouTube on channel. On our YouTube channel, which is at youtube.com forward slash Bull City Wargaming. Whoa! Who knew? Um, okay, I also played uh, Lane and Sadler and Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played Lane with the same kind of list, Lizard Man list. You did uh, first game... Uh, and this is why I need to start a Warhammer Diary because this has been it's probably a month ago at this yeah. point um, I just remember I obliterated a pretty good like like a 16-4 or okay. like that. Uh, good win um, and I'm playing my Wood Elves uh, and oh this is a weird tangent but it's related so bear with me this is also why I'm interested in playing War Machine because and I've talked to Chad about this a lot I really don't like doing YouTube battle reports because I don't like going into GT's where people, I'm like, I start to tell them what army I brought, and they're like, oh yeah, I've seen this on your YouTube channel, I'm intimately familiar with how you run it. And also, like, I've been and, stalking and you around Chad, your house. Brian and Chad, like, that's a big problem for him in GTs. Yeah. And it's been a problem in the past when I have done YouTube battle reports, it's been a problem for yeah. me. And it makes me not do the battle reports, pretty okay. much. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm interested in doing War Machine, because I could give a good goddamn about putting uh, my shit up in a, like a, basically a secondary game. Like so I, I, I want to do, I want to do YouTube battle reports. Just don't want to do them for my main army in Warhammer Fantasy. Uh, too too much like, at stake. Here's what I'm thinking. Why well, don't want people to know what I'm thinking? Yeah, so hence the reason it. for this podcast. Yeah, uh, but know. that's and, well, I feel like um, when we whenever we do this podcast, I'm 
always a little bit hesitant when I talk about my stuff a little bit. Also, we've got zero listeners, so that helps. No, yeah, well, definitely. Like several thousand listeners. No, we But they're all really? Germans. Yeah, we, uh, we've actually hit. Really? Uh, yeah, we have thousands of listeners. Uh, How do you know Germans. them? Uh, you can check in on the, the, on the website. Germans. How does it feel, guys? I don't German know. German celebrities. Germans, both of you. Germans use our podcast to learn English. Write it down. It's a fact. Put it in the U.S. history books, guys. <laughs> and the German history books. <laughs> are we going to go to... Are we like Hasselhoff in that we're big in Germany? We're ha- like Hasselhoff. We're also like uh, the Russians in East Germany for a long okay. time. Like, we're big in Germany, but mainly because I go over there and I force them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Are we going to tell them to break down the wall? Um, probably build... The wall back. back up. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna need a wall, and the walls gonna have speakers in it, which play our podcast. Oh, ah, this is good. Yeah, like that. That's going. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. We're sending. It. We're going backwards. <laughs> Yay! Um, what? <laughs> what the fuck are we talking? I am not. I'm the, anyway, Germans. I played late. Germans. I'm playing my wood elves. Um, I know I got a 16-4 on him the first time. Uh, then I played lane again. Uh, another week. And this one came out a draw, but I was really proud because I have, I have one little unit of Wild Riders. And in both, I played three different games in which my unit of Wild Riders on turn one mm-hmm. was sitting slightly behind my opponent's army, facing the same direction as my opponent's army. I opponents, remember that. Which is always, yeah. like, no matter what, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and when I played Lane, that Saurus Cav bus sent the entire t- Entire game in that corner, yeah, mm-hmm. just like moving around in a circle with my wild riders, never getting uh, into combat. And I'm yeah. like, I don't care if these wild riders to do shit for the rest of the game. That's money, well spent, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, they, I did it to Chad and uh, and Sandler as well. Just like, there's nothing more hilarious than like facing the table. Like, oh, we're in your army now. Yeah, hello. Just kidding, just kidding. Rear charge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, played lane again, got a draw. A couple things that are rough for me is I have a big unit of Wild Rangers. I often uh, have to give those up as a roadblock, and that's a lot of points to give up, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of necessary to the build I'm running. Um, when I played Sam, uh, I really like the, uh, the Waystalker, and just, just a single one, I think, going overboard on it. Uh, it's not possible on the Swedish comp. It's not really a smart move under the Swedish count, but it is possible. Okay. Uh, but having one with the uh, extra shots on the bow uh, is a really, really nice way of doing things. Uh, killing things like skink priests, killing yeah. them out of the unit, yeah. is a I'll really, really fancy deal. Um, and uh, so, let's see, I, I got a big win versus Chad, uh, a draw versus Lane, a draw versus Sandler, and a big win versus Lane. It's about how I expect my army to play, but kind of the it's, my loss. I shouldn't have big losses. I've had one loss total with this army in the entire time I've been playing it. So uh, versus Iris Dark Elves, and even then it was a like ten points away from a draw. Yeah. So that's pretty much how I want the army to play. Um, sort of. It's it's it's, it's you could make a draw out of my stands. And, and I. I've built it in such a way that I think it's friendly. It's not like I'm doing a lot of dancing, not doing a ton and ton of dancing around uh, just pure avoidance, which I think makes for a not-so-fun game a lot of times. Yeah. 
So I'm getting, I'm giving people the opportunity to get points uh, and taking points away from them, which is the way God intends Warhammer to be played. And with that, I think we're going to do saving again. Let's save it again. We've been talking a lot. Yeah, sure. to announce that the Army Painter has joined us as a gold-level sponsor for Brawler Bash 7. If you don't know, Army Painter produce a variety of products that allow you to get a good-looking army on the table in no time. From coloured primers to dips and flog, they make a bunch of products that get your miniatures tabletop ready fast. That's not all. Army Painter produce a variety of brushes, tools and other fantastic accessories to help you prepare a great-looking army. For more information, go to thearmypainter.com. Um, so other? Yeah. Who wants to go first? It's Collins. Collins. Collins, you've got something exciting coming up. I, I have some exciting news. Uh, mm-hmm. This afternoon, I'm going to go and watch a dance competition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Super exciting. Because, well, it is actually exciting. Uh, my sister has been ballroom yeah, dancing. You're going to fucking sell it, dude. I mean, yeah, she's not going to listen. Uh, that's true. Uh, and I'm excited. She, she's been ballroom dancing and uh-huh. she just got a job, uh, at Fred Astaire as a dance instructor. Okay. Is that local? That is local. Okay. Um, yeah. Is it's that a off shame? of, uh, Garrett, I think. Um. Oh, I know where you are. There's, yeah, it's, it's, it's off Garrett and, yep. um, there's another one in Raleigh. Yeah. Uh, and there's one where the Sea of Learning used to be. Uh, maybe. Jen, I don't know. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Yeah, you have to say there's one of my best buy of New South Wales. Uh, okay, okay. Look at us. We all know where Fred Astaire is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So yeah. So, so ballroom dancing. She's in a competition, uh, and she's going to a competition uh, tonight in Greensville. Greensboro. Okay. Uh, and you're headed out. And I am. I'm going to watch. Got some yeah. questions. Is it like Silver Lightning's Playbook? Oh, that's what I was thinking. Because that's the only thing I know about ballroom dancing, bro. Um, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. That's a good movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. So uh, probably Larson. exactly. Like I feel that. like we have nothing to connect on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Good luck. Is so, she gonna win? Congratulations, to her. Um, All right, it's her gonna be her first uh, actual competition. So that's Sweet. awesome. She's probably gonna win. Yep, definitely. That really happens win. with people's firsts. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> definitely how, win. Yeah, definitely win. Yeah. yeah, that's how they make you feel good. Yep. yep. All right. Well, that's awesome, dude. Tell yep. us about your other shit. Other other shit. Uh, other other. Um, I, I need to watch Guardians of the Galaxy because uh-huh. that hasn't, hasn't happened yet. Let me tell you the plot, Clarence. No, so, do that. Open yeah. on uh, this guy. Robot. And he's wearing a hose tree. He's got his pet robot. Yeah. Okay. And he does have a pet robot. His pet Nightmare. robot is called Groat. <laughs> and uh, he is made out of um, metal. I'm bored now. Um, <laughs> I could do another gap. I'm bored with this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, yeah, Tom and I saw it. It's super good. Dude. Yeah. You should yeah. go see it. I like it a lot. I went back and saw it a second time. You saw so it a second time. Yeah, it was so good. I don't, I don't do that, but I would I would watch it like when it comes out on TV. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll watch it. I'll watch it three times if I Thrice. have to. Thrice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's really good. And um, 
I mean, like, I would, like, the sequel came out, like, tomorrow. I want to see more of, like, mm-hmm. that. That's how much I like the movie. I was like, yeah. I, I would like to just, like, same character. I want to know what happens after that. Yep. Do they go, like, do they get a house together? Or, like, do they get jobs? Do they fight pirates? I don't know. Whatever they're doing, I'm in. Yes. It's very exciting. Two um, of those questions. Yeah, they'd probably do all of those things. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was probably one of my favorite Marvel... Actually, probably my two favorite Marvel movies were the ones that came out this year, Winter Soldier and uh, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I think they're at the, the pinnacle of their nerdy comic book-making movie stuff. Good shit. It is my favorite Marvel movie. It's probably my favorite movie in two or three years, I guess. Yeah, it was It was just a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Very funny. I don't have anything else to say about it, really. Yeah, with Collins being here, we can't discuss about the Metal Robot. There's that bit in which, you know, a couple of people die. Uh, main characters. But yeah, all kinds of main characters. All yeah. kinds yeah. of main characters. You know, have you yeah. heard of a Game thing of called style. Game of Thrones, Collins? <laughs> Uh, it's essentially the same thing. It's essentially the same thing. I tell you what, I have been watching something called American Ninja Warrior on NBC. Have you heard of this? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, heard of this? Yeah. No. You should watch it. It's good. So basically, like a, a big old obstacle course for people who are far more athletic than anybody that we know. So this is NBC. This is why this is a mistake. Okay. Okay. I don't know anything about this show, but. Okay. The problem you have, the problem I have with, like, say, American Gladiators, great idea, yeah. why are you inviting athletes to partake in this? Invite <laughs> random people to do this. Well, it's way funnier. If you want to see random people do obstacle courses, you should watch Wipeout. Wipeout. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I love Wipeout. I don't watch it for more than, like, five minutes at a time. Yeah. Those yeah. five minutes, it's like, amazing. I do yeah. want to see fat people... Get knocked in the mud. <laughs> like, yeah. Definitely, yes. yes. Life, life's work. Like, yeah, like, honestly, that could be, like, if that was my job, I'd be thrilled. Yep. Just watching. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Good uh, stuff. Um, but, no, this is good. It's very, very good. So this is athletic people doing this? Yeah. That's so, like, for example. Like, American Gladiators? No, it's not. So, basically, there's an obstacle course. There's ten obstacles mm-hmm. on the course. It's things like... Um, uh, basically, one of them is that you have to uh, scale a sort of 25-foot uh, wall, but basically your wall's either side of you, and you have to wedge yourself between two walls and climb up using your hands and feet pressure against these and just keep on jumping up. <laughs> okay. oh, sounds impossible for me. Yeah, it, no, these things are impossible. There was another okay. one last night that we watched whereby you had to do the same sort of deal where you wedge yourself between two walls and, and, and move, but you have to do it after a running jump off a trampoline uh-huh. into this space where you water below, and if you miss it, you go in the water and you fell out of the course. That's awesome. Yeah. And so people just, they jump. And a lot of these people just can't make it. It's just jumping into water. No, that's that's the kind of thing I like to see. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll look at it in a minute. It's quite funny. Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I like having things to do while we're exporting files. Yeah, (laughs) Um, exactly. uh, Well, no, okay. So uh, I got got something here then. Yeah. Um, I just had Guardians of the Galaxy, which talked about... (laughs) Excuse me. Um... But uh, I'm a Jen. Jen's a big fan of the reality TV genre. Yeah, she just finished the latest Bachelor or Bachelorette. I can't remember which. But I've been reading a lot on Grantland and ESPN about Bachelor Bachelor in Paradise, and I've been trying to convince her that if she's going to watch one of these, yeah. this is this is the one because I'm okay. usually in the room for these too. And I'm like, well, if we're if there's going to be garbage TV on, this is what I want. 
I want random crazy people at a resort who are basically like, if you're not having sex with each other, you get sent home. Okay. Like, that's what I want. I, I just think this could be magical, guys. And I will give podcast reports on it if you okay. start watching it. Please do. I promise. Okay. You yeah. give American Ninja Warrior reports. I will do, yeah. You give dance competition reports. That's okay. right. And uh, yeah. I will give Bachelorette in Paradise. Bachelor in Paradise? I don't know the name of the show. Okay. That's Something probably the first thing in Paradise. Yeah. Like, I feel like I... Jen watched more Duggars show oh. uh, than... And there was so much Duggars on. Oh. And it's awful. Awful, awful, awful. So I just... I want to see some forced coitus. Well, that came out weird. <laughs> I want to see some, some coitus or go home. Uh, okay. with, with just bananas fucking delusional crazy people. Okay. Yeah, that yeah, seems yeah. like a good time. It seems like we're getting sort of a window into your soul. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Alright, let's go and watch some people jump into water and export this and then we'll come back with sort of the main topic, sort of nudes and rumours, sort of yeah. nonsense. Alright. Some American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Um, a little bit hard. Yeah. Too way too lazy for that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even watch I'm a little tired of having watched it. I'd much rather do the Wipeout course. Yeah, yeah. the Wipeout course does sound just, yeah, like I've always been like, I wish that was somewhere near here. Yeah. I would go, like, be like, yeah, look at me. I'm fucking out of shape. I'm perfectly happy. Yeah. 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 I always wanted to do Double Dare when I was a kid. I went to a, a live show at Double Dare. Was it British Double Dare? Yeah, it was. No, it doesn't count. <laughs> it was even more dangerous I had knives and stuff <laughs> no, they don't they do yeah <laughs> crazy that was funny I had Jen laughing yeah. Jed in the next room is laughing <laughs> yeah that's nice good job uh, what, what, like, what's the difference between British Double Dare and regular Double Dare I don't know I never watched an American one surprisingly well now we have something to do with the next <laughs> fucking thing yeah, right. let's do that um, so we are doing this is sort of main topic this is sort of nudes and rumours basically um since we uh, last recorded, some stuff's actually happening uh, for Warhammer. Because, honestly, for like a good two, three months, nothing at all was coming out. It was all 40k nonsense. I mean, you know what I feel like is weird? Like, like, I feel like I've read a lot of bitching, and even I've been like, oh, there's just nothing coming out for fantasy. It's because so much came out for fantasy for like on a good clip for so long. Yeah, I guess. But it's like, oh my god, it's barren. It's been like three months. We went like fucking a year and a half without an army book. True. Like, frankly, recently. Yeah. Like, in the last, what, four years, like, after 8th came out, it was just a fucking desert. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, there hasn't been an army book in three months. Let's all fucking shoot ourselves. Um, we're... Here's something to show you. Do you think we're going to get Skaven, Bretonia, and Beastmen as army books at all? I hear that um, Fancy's still about a year out, so maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, well, this is well, the last... This, uh, with this in-time shit. Yeah, yeah, they I seem to be moving. Like, yeah, I think it. the plan was them to finish out all of the hardcover books. It'd be really yeah. nice if they did. Yeah, it would be good. Just so that you've got a complete edition, and then that way, you know, if it does end up 
shitting the bed ninth edition, you've at least got eighth or maybe? I, I guess. I don't know. I always feel like that's one of those things where uh, that never fucking happens. No, it doesn't. Really. Like, people are like, well, I'm just going to play the old edition. No, shame. Yeah, shame. Maybe you do it in your, like, you look. That's, whatever, yeah, but. that's, well, that's Shane's argument is everybody always argues that they're going to just play the old edition and he's never seen anybody actually play the old edition. <laughs> Or right. anything ever, except for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. That's a game where people play the shit out of the old editions. Yeah. Don't they play well, Magic Hawk editions um, as well? Magic Hawk? Magic the Gathering? Yeah. Uh, old editions of that, don't they? Like, I Legacy? Guess, I don't think there are editions. I think that... Oh. They play, like, the old sets, I oh. guess. Like, well, there, so there are cycles of sets that come out. Um, <laughs> it's very exciting. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if the big sigh was big, my big sigh was picked up. <laughs> Certainly, my look of like withdrawal <laughs> from the conversation was not picked up by the microphone. Oh, all right. Okay. Let's 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 get back to the thing. So, um, folks, we've seen the new Nagash model. What do we think? Oh yeah, super nice model. Yeah. Well, so we see what. Okay. So basically, Warhammer Fantasy they're coming out with it's the end times mm-hmm. colon Nagash. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's and it's a two hundred page fluff book. 300. It's big. It's uh, big. And a 100-page rules book, all based around... And it's bundled together, so you can't just buy the fucking rules. No. uh, Because they're pieces of shit. And um, it's it's all about Nagash Mm -hmm. coming back, taking over some Tomb Kings, and being all bad. The end. <laughs> so, yeah. see us next time. Yeah. <laughs> Bull City Warrior episode 51. Yeah. Content. Um, no, so, okay, let's go to the outline here. Yeah. We, you know, so, okay, Nagash. So, basically, what's coming out is uh, this week, anyway, we have the Nagash model, then the rules and fluff book. Yep. And so, then in the coming weeks, uh, we're going to see, uh, looks like we've seen this new Spirit Host model. Yep. Uh, and we've seen uh, these, what are they called? Uh Ringwraith looking dudes. Uh, Morngast? Morngast, sure. Sounds good. And uh, also, there is Manfred. Yes, on a something? Manfred, uh, Archon, and Nefertata. Yeah. All riding, which are big vampire and Tomb King honcho dudes. Yeah. All riding, uh, looks like an undead panther. Yeah. Giant panther, flying panther thing. Yeah. Uh, Collins, have you seen these pictures? Um, I've seen the Nagash. I don't think I've looked into the uh, giant panther, though. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll we'll show you stuff. Um, He's a giant sex panther. Ah. Yeah. Now Collins is More importantly. All right. Now we got to look this up. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, okay. The Nagash model is $105. Yep. Uh, Tom, give us your take on it. Love it. I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one for Christmas. Um, have you seen the picture of it next to a skeleton? Yeah, I have. Okay, I did not realize it was that goddamn big. Yeah, it is, they say, nine inches tall. So I heard 16. Oh, really? It's just a fucking rumor out here. I'm making exactly. this up. Which is a big difference. Exactly. So, Collins is measuring that out. Whoa. That's pretty big. <laughs> it is pretty big. He's um, got at least a three-foot sort of thing there going on, so, yeah. Cool. Alright, uh, so it's definitely, you said it's seriously one of your favorite sculpts, maybe yeah. ever. Yeah, we are talking, uh, this is just awesome. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, it has got a lot of movement to it with the sort of spirits flying around him, the actual pose I really like. I like his space pope hat, which is nice. I like the uh, sort of tendrils going on there. He looks like he's casting some magic. 
Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he's just got uh, a lot of cool features to it. If you actually look at the book that he's reading as well, it's actually got sort of a spirit coming out of the book, um, which is which is just awesome. So I am a big fan of the uh, the model. It's, it's certainly one of my favorite sculpts in years. Um, really just fantastic stuff. I am going to pick it up. I don't think I'm ever going to use it again, probably, nope. unless uh, I somehow end up... He, he somehow ends up just being, uh, you know, either you can take him on his own, or uh, some sort of uh, you know nonsense where he gets to command a unit of ogres, an army of ogres. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. I can't see uh, that this will not be a thing that will ever be allowed in tournaments. No, it won't. No, it absolutely. Uh, and won't. therefore, and because tournaments basically dictate the way we play yeah. at non-tournaments. Yes. We're never going to do this. Well, here's the thing. If I, you pick up the rules. I'm not going to pick up the rules. I'll play a game against you of. Uh, and by that, I mean, we're totally going to torrent these rules. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I like these books when they come out. I'm not, like, the book is, the set of books is like $100, too. No. Fuck that shit. I uh, mean, for a thing that's non-essential. For the thing that you're not going to use. Here's the thing. Yeah. We bought Storm Magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing we use Storm Magic for is that time I created a fucking grand tournament to use Storm Magic monsters. Yes. That's the only thing. We've never played Storm Magic. No. We've never played a single game of Storm Magic. Mm-hmm. We bought Triumph and Treachery. It's in the glass case, one of the glass cases at Atomic Empire. I'd like we to play it. We played like three or four games of it. I'd like it's to not that. bad. Collins fucking ruins it. <laughs> uh, Collins refuses to play anyway and just kills me every time. It's oh, that's not bad. Actually, I quite like that. Yeah, yeah there we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> Collins, I, we played with Billy, and Collins fucking drove past Billy's army <laughs> to fucking get to me. And I was like, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's quite funny. Um, I, did, I identified the threat, and, <laughs> and I turned around, and there was Billy's army. And this is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know how I felt right back? Like, Billy was like, why won't you guys play with me? <laughs> <laughs> You're just fucking killing each other. Oh, very um, good. Uh, so, what are we talking about? Um, so, yeah, we're not going to we're not going to use these rules. Storm of Magic was just, um, yeah, we we barely used any of that. So, yeah, um, no, so I'm not going to pick up rules. Let me run you through these rules. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So here, so this book comes out. It gives the uh, it has undead legions in it, which I guess is combined tomb kings. This isn't quite obvious. We don't have a lot of details. Undead Legion, which is like combined Tomb Kings VC. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's got a new lore, the lore of Undeath. Yep. Uh, here's the lore of When casting an incantation, each counter used gives you plus 10 points for the total amount you can raise, and you get counters yep. uh, via the spells. Uh, signature spell, 9 plus to cast, raise 100 points of Undead Infantry. <laughs> Nagash triples that. Yep. Uh, so Nagash and a 9 plus can raise a 300 point. Uh, <laughs> which is why we're just never going to fucking play with this model. Yeah. Uh, but even raising 100 points of Undead on a 9 plus is pretty good. Uh, spell 1, 6 plus to cast, heal 1d3 plus 1 wounds to the target. Spell 2, 7 plus to cast. Uh, basically, uh, single attack, d6, you use it on a character. Mm-hmm. Uh, single attack, d6, wounds, and you get counters for each wound you do. You, uh, no saves. Uh, eight, 8 plus to cast, spell 3, plus 2, minus the target leadership to cause... This is translated from Spanish. Target leadership to cause wounds with no armor. It sounds like kind of a scream kind of thing. Right. If you do at least 1 wounds, you get D3 counters for the lore attribute. Spell 4, 10 plus to cast, summon a unit of Warbeast or Swarm up to 75 points. Uh, boosted at 16, it's 150 points. Spell 5, 10 plus to cast, 
summon a character up to 65 points. Boost on 24 can then summon a monster, chariot, or war machine up to 200 points. Spell 6, 16 plus to cast. Summon cavalry, monsters, cavalry, or chariots, plural, up to 150 points. <laughs> uh, and so uh, Nagash is multiplying these all the time, yeah? By tri- yeah, tripling them. Uh, so super dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me see if I can pull up. Here's unit rules. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Uh, uh, rules. Okay. Yeah. So we got the Morgast Harbinger and the Morgast Archai. The Harbinger, unit size 2+, plus, uh, two hand weapons, heavy armor, hover and killing blow. Friendly undead units within 12 inches crumble by one less. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgast Archai, 2+, plus armor, uh, unit size 2+, plus. sorry. Halberd, full plate, uh, hover and killing blow. Archon, the block, is a level 4 wizard, access to lore of death and lore of undeath, and can mix them. If he inflicts at least a wound during CC, roll a dice. On 6+, plus, he regains a wound. Okay. Uh, crumble one less than normal. Also can march. Uh, he doubles the number of points raised with the Lord of Undeath. Uh, he has a sword. Each wound heals him by one. Staff can store magic dice. Doesn't talk about a limit. Uh, level- Neferata is a level 3 wizard. Access to death, shadow, vampire, undeath. Can mix and match. Uh, regains a wound on a 6+, plus like Archon. If she kills a model in a challenge, you create a free vampire that you place within 12 inches. What? Enemies are at minus one to hit her. <laughs> Magic item, sword. If she if she wounds someone in a challenge, the enemy loses one strength, one toughness, and one attack permanently. She sounds really good. Staff. When Neferata casts a magic missile, a direct damage, or a hex, the target suffers an additional D3 strength five hits. Manfred is a level four wizard. Access to death, vampire, and undeath, and can mix and match. Can use up to three magic dice to get plus one attack per dice. Can go beyond the maximum number of attacks to ten. Also heals wounds on a 6+, plus when he does a wound. Master of the Black Arts power. Uh, yeah. He doubles the range of lore of undeath. Uh, magic item is a sword. Each unsaved wound gives him a power dice. Maximum of five dice can be gained per phase. Uh, armor, magic... Or, no, a magic dice, so power artist spell. Uh, has plus two wounds uh, and heavy armor. So... Neferata sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I mean, like this it. is all... Uh, yeah. Free vampire... Yeah, maybe. she does something like that now, I think. Does she? Oh. Her, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. No, maybe I'm just making that up. She, she's the one just with um, uh, arrows. She's probably not a character. No, that's Kalita, bro. Oh, that's shit. No, maybe. Never other, I guess. Yeah. She's a vampire. Yeah. You're a vampire, dude. I am. Um, so here's what I kind of want to talk about. Is so, can we just can we just talk about yeah, those folks? Yeah, yeah, sure. Right, just, uh, what do you want to say about them? I'm just going to say... Oh, what do you want to say about them? Um, I'm off. What? What? Did you say cut my arm off? <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm oh, sorry, Tom. Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, I'm done. I forgot. Okay. Go ahead, Collins. Um, so how many points are all of these characters? They don't have the numbers. Yeah. Just, let's, okay. let's this is all speculation. Nagash is a thousand. But under the special rules of this book, apparently the Lord selection is raised to 50%. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can run your thousand point Nagash... Yeah. In a two thousand point army, and then just raise another well, yeah, thousand points of fucking. By the sound of it all, it sounds like the premise that they're kind of going for is like take this one guy as your army, and he'll just make another army, and he'll just you know your your game plan then becomes you know raise all the things. Yep, yep. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds fun for like a kind of casual you know let's yeah, battle super, out with the, the gas super build. fun story game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it could be fun. 
Yep. Uh, when Tom gets it, maybe we'll play a super fun story game. No, I'm never going to take it off my shelf. It's just going to be there for display. Yeah. I swear, it's honestly, there's no point of me... Why don't you pause it for a minute, pull up the pictures and show Collins. All right. Sure. Let's do this. Right. Okay, so we checked out the pics. Um, yeah, ben, you've got some comments. Issue. This is my comment. Um, once again, I think the Games Workshop Heavy Metal team has uh, chosen a really interesting... By interesting, I mean stupid paint scheme. Technically brilliant. However, their uh, paint choices, it looks like every one of them is fucking streaming cum and fucking, like, swimming in it. Okay. And, like, stuck to the bases by fucking jizz. I mean, that's what... Guys, fucking tell me I'm wrong here. Fucking tell me I'm wrong. Jen, get in here. Come check these pictures out. Jen, can we get your comments on these? Jen, we need to see you for a minute. Yeah. Come here. We need to get your take on whether what Ben says is correct or not. Let me ask you a question. So this dude. Just come here. Come here. Look at this picture. Yeah. Is this not look like a oh. skeleton? That looks like a skeleton oh. fucking coming out of a pool of jizz. Scared. I got you. All right. All right. Okay. Apparently that is too, too scary. scary. Okay. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, that's what's up with that shit there. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, but I think they're pretty good. I especially like the Neferata model. It's yeah. got a re- I think she's got a really scary head monster thing going. Oh. Um, um, I like the I like Arkin. Um, I like the characters on top of the cats. I think they're I'd very. I'd be interested good. In next week finding out if there's foot options. Yes. In that uh, in the Neferata Manfred uh, Arkin kit. Yeah. Are there because I would be interested in especially I if I ever do King King's Army, I'm very interested in running the Arkin the Black model. Yeah. So. Uh, and it's a good, they're good looking, uh, the guys who are riding the Jizz Cats are really, uh, fucking cool looking, so. Mate, that's a good thing for a, uh, that's for my band. Yeah. Well, the Jizz, the jizz Cats. Wow! <laughs> 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 um, uh, so here's, I mean, the new models, all the shits is really interesting. What I'm interested in talking about, yeah. I think, is where this is going. Sure. Now, this is definitely under the Warhammer of the End Times brand. Yes, it is. So, in the room right here... Okay, so we had a little edit there. We've been joined by a world-famous Beastman player, yeah. uh, Sarah the Bear Tweet. Yes. If you uh, hear anything, it's actually not her. It's Nagash in the background sort of making noises. Also the voice of Nagash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's hanging out with us, all of seven months old, yeah. already a Beastman champion. Yeah, exactly. Yep. She's, she's got a If we're break. super lucky, she's going to projectile vomit on Tom. If we're super lucky. If we, only if we're Fingers lucky. crossed. Guys. Only if we're lucky. I hear it's good luck. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. We get vomits. So, oh yeah, the models. Okay, what I want to talk about is yeah. basically what this means for ninth edition, okay. uh, and yeah. basically Warhammer going forward. Because this is—it looks like it's brand. It looks like it's Warhammer the End. Uh, it looks like it's Warhammer the End Times, and the rumors are we're going to get like a chaos version of this in a month or two. Yeah, maybe a Skaven and an Elf version of this shit. Where Don't see an ogre version of it in the future, no. which is yeah, disappointing. Uh, nobody gives shit about ogres. True story. Yeah, true story. Uh, here's what happens to the ogres at the end. They just die. Yeah, I, I have a real fear <laughs> that they're just going to write them off and say, hey, it's going to be like no a in, in the dwarf book. It's yeah. like all the ogres, uh, they fucking got herpes and died. Yeah, exactly. Just a big herpes explosion. Yeah, it's a true story. Untreated, the stuff's a deadly. Yeah, to ogres. <laughs> just to ogres. Just to ogres. Um, nobody else. So, yeah, that's kind of like what's. Uh, Collins, let's get your take on that. 
Um, yeah, I, I, I expect it to be some sort of, you know, um, wrap-up of the current timeline that we're doing right now. Yeah. Do you um, think that they're going to... Sort of, and or, you know, maybe Ninth Edition is going to be, you know, the setting of the end times. Or... I, yeah, that's that's one theory I was thinking about last night, was kind of like how 40K is like a five minutes to midnight setting. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they were like, oh, well, that's working really well. We should... Mm-hmm. Basically, they want to turn fantasy into like more of a... Fantasy is, yeah, more of a grimdark, more of a, oh my gosh, we're like, the the world's about to collapse. Time for our lives. It's the apocalypse. Um, I think in terms of game design, though, mm-hmm. I, I have a feeling this will be like, no more Tomb Kings, no more Vampire Counts, they'll go back to being an undead. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. think we're going to see mass consolidation of armies? Because there is a, the, the, the end times is definitely consolidating Tomb Kings and uh, undead into one. Uh, Tomb Kings is well known that it's not a great selling um, set of models. I think I think there's some Do you think? obvious candidates for that. Yeah. Uh, Empire and Britonia being mm-hmm. one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly the elves. Uh, an obvious one is Beastmen and Warriors going back and doing yeah. up together. Yeah, I have a fear. That, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I can't. Yeah, I was trying. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, "Do you think demons would go back too?" And I was like, "Well, demons." Kind of seem to be a semi-successful seller. Line, right? Yeah, that's I true. see. I see possibly like demons and undead becoming options for every army. Yeah, forty k right now has a thing where every army can summon demons. Yeah. Uh, as like a summoned unit, and I can see demons being their own army plus that being an option. Right. Um, if that was the case, then yeah. that's obviously going to require the community to. Just like, I mean, I guess that's true of anything, but the community's going to have to police the shit out of that. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, it's it's going to be interesting for, for Tawny Play. Um, yeah. One thing I can see them doing potentially is a sort of a mercenaries army. Ogres and, you know, maybe orcs and goblins and stuff like that. I think they'll maybe like, continue with orcs a and dogs goblins. Of war type yeah, thing. a dogs of war thing, maybe throwing in some empire, throwing some stuff like that. Just to sort of, because uh, I don't know how. To, I think ogres are fairly successful. I, I, think, know, I, I think, think this points to simplification and streamlining for yeah. the edition. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I can't see this being anything else yeah. other than that. Um, I think maybe uh, with this release as well, what's sort of interesting to me is that the emphasis on the Lord characters. Um, I wonder if it's going to go back to more of an emphasis back in, was it 5th and 6th edition, whereby you, you had a massive amount of... Um, Lord options and the emphasis was on building your heroes up to be sort of killing things and then doing the heavy lifting in your I army. I hope not in that. I would hope not as well. But. No, no. Um, I, what I what my hope will be is that I think one of the we're going to go back to this mm. but another thing I like about War Machine is that we can use it as a gateway drug yeah. to get people in. Because one of the biggest problems we have with fantasy right now is getting new players in, uh-huh. because it is brutally difficult. Yeah, just the, people. Are, one of the first questions people have is about cost. Yeah, there's even, no easy answer. Even if you're soft pedaling it, and yeah. you can say like, "Oh, well, hey, ogres, maybe three hundred, two hundred fifty to three hundred yeah. fifty dollars." If you know what you're doing, yeah, but yes. you don't. Yeah, uh, yeah. so. Um, that I mean, that's a really, really tough selling point. Uh, a lot of people have, are wary of them going down to a smaller points level. Mm-hmm. As long as they do it well with options to 
go up to a higher points level, I I say that's awesome. Yeah, if I mean, we can get a decent game going that's like closer to a thousand to fifteen hundred points, right? Super I fucking could, psyched for that. I could do that within the fluff. Thinking about it, you know, with this being the end times and stuff like that, perhaps the empire becomes more scattered. Perhaps these armies become more broken up. Um, however they want to however yeah. they want to case it yeah, yeah that, it's, it's sort of yeah that, that may be an idea if that's where they're going that's I think that would be a really good thing because mm-hmm. they do yeah it is it is a big problem with Warhammer but now if they go to a, like ground based skirmish um, might be out yeah <laughs> <laughs> like if, if it becomes like not recognizable as an army mm-hmm. based game I that would be a big problem for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably about the only thing that's uh, pretty much turn you off yeah, like yeah. a real deal breaker for me. Yeah, uh, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, there's changes in the winds, guys. Changes in the wind. Collins, your take. Coins, coins, on coins. I uh, I wouldn't mind if they went uh, down on points value. Points value. Um, sure. Just kind of like as the general push for you know games of Warhammer should be around you know. 2,000 points or less. Um, as long as, you know, whatever the whatever the current rule set is uh, supports that and makes it still a very dynamic um, game that could be played with the in- in- intricacy that uh, you could play it with, like, 3,000, 2,500 points. Well, I think people sort of um, uh, forget sometimes is that back in 7th, the standard points level was 2,000 2K. 2K, yeah. 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 Um, you know, it's only just with 8th uh, edition that we really yeah, started pushing things up. yeah. So, you know, and, and 2K, I sort of... Um, I would say, like, 15. 15 I mean, is probably, could, yeah. We could probably draw more people in mm-hmm. at, like, 1,000 to 15 yeah. if the game worked well. Right. And I think a lot of that's going to come down to unit size, you know, unit cap, um, minimum unit size uh, on that. And I wonder if that will change up yeah. in the new edition. Or maximum unit size. Or even yeah. maximum unit size. Yeah. Unit size. Yeah, max cap, if if yeah. units were capped at, like, 20 models. Yeah. Exactly. That would make a big Yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say uh, I think they already sort, sort out the rules for that, but I can't guarantee that. Yeah. <laughs> See that, and this is what I think makes me nervous. Is I like these are all good ideas. It seems like, and like Games Workshop, not great at execution of uh, like actually doing things well. So I guess uh, I hope they surprise us, and you know, you know nice what, would, what would you like to see? Then I mean, we're turning to I, I think uh, we, we've covered sort of a lot of this. Um, the gash agrees. Um, I'm going to deepen that in the mix. Everything. Is- <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, what would you like to see then? In a, um, and we're going to go around the room. What would you like to see in a ninth edition then? Um, if you were, if you were the guy in charge of Games Workshop, what would you do for ninth edition? Just like specifics, or just like specifics? specifics. Oh, and generals. Just give us your idea. Say some words, bro. Say some words. I, Say some words. I really want to see a push towards you know competitive gaming. Um, Never going to happen. Uh, but it would be well. Nice. It's true. Yeah, um, just like a support from Games Workshop, you know, pipe dreams. Probably. I think what like on accident. Yeah, you'd uh, like to see them make. Yeah, yeah it's accident. not going to yeah. happen on purpose. Uh, okay. They're yeah. assholes about that. That's true. Yeah, that's but true. but yeah, like if they accidentally made like a competitive uh, yeah. more uh, a game that was designed to be played in a fair 
and effective fashion. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And balanced. Yeah, like a Fox News. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Fox News. The Fox News of Warhammer. Yeah. Yeah. Fox News. Um, yeah, I mean, as as a competitive gamer and as somebody who's going to you know going to Masters this year mm-hmm. and looking forward to that you know in later years, um, I guess there's more concern of uh, you know are, are they pushing fantasy towards a uh, less competitive you know is more storyline based? Is going to become tiddlywinks? Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, flip a coin. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. You're there for the. You're there for the, the story. Experience. The story. Experience. Experience. Yeah. Like, I, that's what we don't want. No. We're, I'm, I'm hoping that it does not go in that direction. I guess more than anything. Else. Um, yeah. But who knows? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for the same thing. I'd like it to be more new player friendly. Yeah, I think uh, that's a big thing. Just for me. in terms of size, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, getting players in is is uh, so fucking difficult. And it takes it takes so much work right now to sustain. Yeah. What we have going, yeah, like on the local, like I feel like you're, we're always like a good three months away from like a local community collapse. Like any local community, you just collapse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I feel like, like Durham, for instance, we have we have what people consider a very strong Warhammer fantasy community mm-hmm. in Durham, uh, and I look at it a local. I'm like, man, if if the work stops being put in on this, right. Like, yeah. No, like within three months, nobody would be showing up to play fantasy. Yeah. We'd all be doing something else. So I would agree on the sort of uh, the the new player stuff. I think that for me would be a key. It'd be interesting to see if they do start to sort of fuss around with points levels and, and you know making it more of an open game to to folks. I can I can sort of see that that for me is probably something that they would consider because it impacts business. Or a tournament play doesn't really sort of impact their business that much. That's what they say. I don't. I mean, I don't see how that's true. Well, tournaments. But you know, if you have a tournament, then you you have a lot of you know dedicated players who are willing to spend a lot of time in it, which mm-hmm. I think you know uh, supports the scene by by making it you know more public for more people to be interested and be like, oh hey, you know. You would think that's We've a good got. argument that they would take, but I think they're oh, they just they, they but they don't. I think it's just they're interested in getting new players in, yeah. spending their money on stuff, and then and then if they and then they and, quit. It's fine. yeah, if they quit, you've got that money. See, I, I, I mean, that's the thing. I already like I I know for a fact Brawler Rash and Girl Quest have brought in yeah new players. Like we have several new players that have come in because of the GTs. They come and see the GTs, and they're like, yeah, that's. What I'm looking what for. I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like absolutely. This mass of people playing this game with their painted armies. Yeah, looking awesome. Yeah, but yeah. It's it's something that you know. Yeah. <laughs> Massive neckbeards. <laughs> yeah, Making nests. Bum cracks ahoy. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a lot of those going around. Uh, uh, it's hot. Um, it is hot. Yeah, I mean that. So that's yeah. Basically, I want better rules designed for a slightly smaller game. And I'm not talking. I don't. I don't want. I don't want Warhammer Skirmish. I don't want Warhammer... I don't want Warband. I mean, sure, great option, but I don't want that to be the game. No, like, exactly. I don't want Warbands to be the game. No. Uh, like, more time kind of-ish. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool game. I, it's I not want, Warhammer. The, the beauty of Warhammer Fantasy to me is that it is an actual army-scale game. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's really nobody else doing that well, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Agreed. Uh, and if they, so if they take that away, that will be a huge... Huge mistake in my opinion. Right. Yeah. 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 There's nothing else like it, really. You've got your, you know, you've got your uh, Kings uh, of War. I think is the uh, again. There's nothing else like the it. one that people 
King's War is, is yeah, yeah, it is. You know, it is a, it is. But it doesn't operate the same way. No, and then you've got set unit sizes of twenty, forty. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not too keen on that. But uh, yeah, this is uh, is a it's, it occupies a fairly unique um, position within the the war gaming world. So don't yeah. worry, guys. Nine sucks. I'm going to have several uh, War Machine starter sets on the first on eBay, all painted very nicely, ready to go. Exactly. Oh, he gets that in. A forward planner. Yeah, he is. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, it'll be interesting, as we say, to, to see what's we're going to be. Like, we're definitely going to have our eye on this in the next few months. As yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it goes. Yeah. So Nagash, the Gash, final thoughts. Oh, <laughs> so microphone shy. So microphone shy. Well, uh, let's do. Well, I guess we're nearing the end. Hobby goals. Yeah, yeah. hobby goals. Keeping on, keeping on. Um, I've got to put uh, together a Hydra and three trolls. I don't know why. I might not be using them um, Grail Quest, but it gives me something to do. I just put together a Hydra and three trolls. Collins, do you have any hobby goals, bro? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to start looking into uh, some uh, War Machine. Um, yeah, you are. The Circle of Orbros again. I, um, I have all the old stuff, but. Stick around yeah. after this and I'll try for a few minutes and I'll try to dig up um, oh, sure, sure. your, your uh, wolf guys. Yeah, um, I mean, uh, my my Chaos Warriors are essentially complete, so I don't expect to have to do any more, you know, on them, uh, particularly because, you know, I, I don't have to build Finbeasts since I'm not actually participating in Grail Quest. Right. So, mm. uh, if you yeah. were, what do you use for the Finbeasts? Um, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, the Finbeasts are supposed to be, like... They look like tree cannon. Uber yeah. tree cannon troll guys. Yeah, they look, they yeah, look like in the picture, it basically looks like a tree cannon. Yeah. Oh. yeah. In a swamp. I don't know. Might even use those, uh, <laughs> the models that I gave you. Yeah. Um, uh, circle over us guys. Yeah, the war wolves. Yeah, that one. Skin wolves. Skin wolves. Um, yeah. Ben, what are you up to? Um, I am going to paint the second half of the War Machine starter box, the Cador, okay. which is, um, it comes with two jacks, but I got a third jack so that I could magnetize them. Uh, so three war jack, three big war jacks mm-hmm. uh, with all the arms, which is a shit ton of fucking arms. Shit ton. Um, let's see, it's like a dozen. It's like thirteen or fourteen arms for three sure. jacks. Um, and then what else? Do, oh, I want to. I should probably paint that. Uh, the uh, waste store, yeah, yeah, yeah he's hanging out there. Yeah, that's yeah. the plan. And then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna start with Collins and Shane and Tom and do some sweet War Machine starter games. What's uh, what? Uh, what, the faction is, um, what faction is Shane playing? I, I don't think that's 
And we haven't gotten got, that you, far. We haven't crossed that bridge. We haven't, yeah, we haven't gotten that far. We've, okay. got the, we've got the, hey, this is a low model count, fairly low cost game. Uh, let's do some starter games and then go forth and teach other people to start a game. What I'll probably do when I finish the starter set is put it in the case at Atomic Empire. Oh, cheeky, yeah. For people to uh, do the starter for Collins and Shane and I to do the starter games with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have I have a one of the quick rule sets if you guys want them. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, that might be nice. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's my goal uh, is to get that done, and mm-hmm. then at that point, I mean, my Warhammer army will be ready for real quest. Good stuff. And I'm probably gonna paint some War Machine and Horde shit. Yeah. Work on that. Work on some 35 point armies so we can start doing that. Good shit. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, you stay classy, listening audience. Thanks for stopping by. You say something, Collins. Uh, something about lamps, I don't know. Yep. Nibbling on sponge cake Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Drumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell of shrimp they're beginning to boil. Wasting away again in Margarita Bay. Searching for my lost sugar salt. Nothing to show but this brand new tattoo But it's a real beauty Our Mexican cutie How it got here I haven't a clue
But there's booze in the blender And soon it will render That frozen concoction that helps me hang on Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for It's my own. 